Hey, what's up you guys? This is Roxy and Aubrey, and we wanna welcome you to the Why Not You podcast. In this series, what you're gonna be getting from us is how we were able to completely change our entire lives, you know? Uh, I used to be a waitress. Aubrey had his doctorate of physical therapy, and both of us decided to go outside of what we were brought up in and just decided to completely revolutionize and completely change our lives. And what we're gonna be sharing with you is how we were able to do that, how we were able to build a million dollar business, become our own bosses, and truly just live this extraordinary life where we get to be the creators and design a life that we're excited and passionate about and how we were able to overcome obstacles, multiple jobs, unsupportive friends and family, challenges, and all the things that come up whenever you set your mind to big goals. We're gonna be sharing those things with you here, so whatever your big goals are, you can have a toolbox and mentors there with you every step of the way. We're excited. How's it going, you guys? This is episode 22, even president of the Why Not You podcast. And what are we talking about today? So today we're going to be talking about different legs inside of your business. And think of your business like a chair. Yeah. Right? Like it needs like legs, four legs. Four legs in order to be stable. Right? And I think this is so key to get clear on what those legs are look like yep and uh, I wish you guys could see Roxy right now we're in Florida and it's dipped into the 40s and your girl officially has a puffy jacket suitable for Denver the Arctic all of that stuff and we it's are still currently in, in Florida so just <laughs> wish you guys could see her but just get a visual picture on the podcast but yes we're in Florida it's a little cold today but we wanted to give you guys this value as you're building your business you know whether you're Herbalife distributor or in any business in network marketing or out we've really focused on these four legs in our business and really about how to pour into them, tools to build them. And, you know, if you don't want to build a balanced business, right, you just want to help, help a few people here and there as a coach and distributor. Don't worry about this. Don't worry about it. If you're not really trying to take a bird's eye view on your business mm -hmm. and you're just trying to work in your business, because this is a big thing, you've got to be an employee, but yes. you employ yourself. Mm -hmm. So what I mean by that is, at a regular job, somebody else had the vision for the business and you're working in it. They give you the roles, they tell you what to do, they pay you at the end of the week, and then they are the owner and reap the benefits, right? Profits versus wages. They get the, uh, you, they get the profit, you get the wages. Inside of network marketing, we get to be it all, right? We get to work for ourselves and be the person who sets the vision for the work. So we're the employer, we're the owner, we're the visionary, we're the workhorse which is great because nobody's gonna take care of you like you. So you get to work for you and take care of you, which is great. So what we're gonna be working on right now is backing up a step. Yes. And not just being the worker in the business. You gotta work in the business, but sometimes you can work, work, work and be working in circles, right? Like a hamster on a wheel. And Roxy and I say this from experience. We found ourselves there a lot. Uh, and it's something that we've had to work on because we like to work, we like to work hard, but it's about working smart and hard. And I'm going to tell you that this is the way I recommend if you want to get the best results is work smart hard, not hard smart. And what I mean by that, smart hard, smart hard means smart first with a plan, with a strategy, with mentors, with an idea of where to put the hard work in. If you work hard smart, you're working hard first and then trying to figure out the way to do it later. Right? So 
What are the four legs of the business that we're talking about? So the different legs of the business is number one, customers. Second is client. Third is team members. And number four is team builder. And they're all very different. So for example, customer, right? This is something that, for example, inside of what we do inside of our business and what's so awesome. And that's one of the reasons why I love Herbalife because in Herbalife, we have so many different tools that we can use to, to our advantage to help people and introduce people to what we do. Like for example, customers can be people that are consuming your products not necessarily at a, at a home program, but maybe, for example, like us, right? We do a workout on Tuesday nights and followed by the workout, we offer post-recovery shakes for people. So they're getting single serving shakes and they're trying the products, they're loving it. They're essentially customers who are just like doing it almost like daily, right? We mm -hmm. have a, a Thursday as well. And so they're, they're using the products, consuming the products, post-workout. Some people even come to our house because they just want a, a shake and a tea. Perfect. Come on over, right? So that's number one, right? Finding a way for you to, and if you do Herbalife, is how can you have consistent volume every single day? Mm -hmm. Like no matter what, right? Because I'm going to go into the second one, right? Clients. Clients, a lot of the times, for example want to do a home program, want to do a challenge, but you also have to consider that throughout the year, not everybody wants to do a challenge. Like not everybody in November is gonna be as hype like in January, February, March, April in the very first quarter of the year to get results, right? So if you're just relying on like getting people on a home program, on a challenge, like are you just gonna focus on that and just leave your whole business like with one leg, mm -hmm. right? Um, so yeah. And the reason why both those are important is number one, uh, customers are important because write this down. You want to have something that when you prospect, because as a business owner, you must be prospecting. That's exposing people to your services, your products, your program, your benefits, right? It's really telling people about your value. Write this down. People can't do business with you if they don't know, like, and trust you, mm -hmm. right? So the first thing is though, when you're meeting people and you're expanding and you're marketing, right? You've got to have a small ask. You've got to have a small ask and a wide market. An example, like for us, like we moved from Miami. Well, originally we're from LA. Then we moved to Miami. Then we moved to Orlando. One of the things that we were set on and super clear on when we moved here was that we wanted to have a big local team and a big local like customer client base. Mm -hmm. And before we could just, hey, tell people like we're out meeting people and like, hey, you want to jump on this challenge? Like that's a little weird. Right. Like having this big offering like, hey, come and like spend your money with me. Like, no, that's not the thing. Right. So, for example, like Aubrey is saying, like a small offering is so easy to get to know people and then invite them into, for example, a workout where they're then going to have a, a healthy smoothie post workout. Mm -hmm. And there they're getting presented with not only the opportunity to try the smoothie, but we also offer, for example, the tea shots. Um, so now they're like liking the product. You're getting to build a relationship. And most importantly, they're starting to know you. They're starting to like you and they're starting to trust you. Mm -hmm. And now like as you're building the relationship, right? Like the, they follow you on Instagram. People learn, you learn about what they do and they learn more about what you do. Then they're going to be more open to like, Hey, you know what? Like, I do want to do a challenge. Like you're a very cool <laughs> person. I see the value that you bring. Not only are you bringing value to the community, but I see that you bring value to for example, like your online community and your Instagram, like I'm excited to try out like what it is that you have to offer. Mm -hmm. 
And the breakdown I'm gonna give you guys for this, cause you have your small offering, which is like a single serving, whether it's at a boot camp, fit camp, home club, satellite club, right? Something between five and $8 is gonna be much simpler to get a yes to than 100, 150, 200 plus dollars. Uh, and remember, a key thing to remember in this business uh, of network marketing is to ask yourself two questions. Roxy and I missed this for so long and we would ask ourselves one question, does it work? Okay, let's do it. No. Does it work? Does it duplicate? Mm, that's the most important question. Because Roxy and I, with seven years of experience and people watching us on our social media for one year, two year, three year, four year, five year, when I talk to them for what seems like us the first time and they've been following us for three years, it's easy for us to get them on a $200 program because we've already built the trust up, right? So we'll get them on a $200 program and we used to think, well, everybody can get them on a $200 program. But that's not realistic because your new person, if they have to wait two years of somebody watching them on social media after they start their Herbalife business to get a bigger program, that does not duplicate. But do you think they can get their friends, their coworkers, their family members, their neighbors to say yes to a 5 to $8 healthy smoothie? And the answer is, of course. Of course. It's okay. chicken feed. Chicken feed. Okay. <laughs> This isn't rocket science, as Jim Rohn would say. So, customer is your daily consumption, single serving. Client is at home program. And this is the way to break it down because you need both in massive numbers. But you're probably going to have more customers than clients, right? And this is the Pareto principle that we've always learned. Number one, 80-20. So, 80% of your effort, time, and energy on your clients that are on an at-home program. Right? These are the people that get the follow-up messages, get the one-on-ones, get the check-ins, get the calls, get the, all the support, and 20% of your energy on your customers. Right, You're not following up with your daily customer on, hey, how are you doing on day three of my smoothies? Hi, hey, did you have your smoothie this morning? Hey, what's your weight like? No. 20% of your energy. Hi, how's it going? How's your day? What you got planned? Have a great one. See you tomorrow. 80-20. Invest your time effectively because as you invest in your customers, 80% of your team of distributors will come from your client base. They've gotten amazing results. People are seeing them transform. They're falling in love with the products in the community. And they become just open to the idea of doing it as a business. Why? Because they're already loving it. So 80% of your, your time and effort on your clients on a home program. Okay, so let's go into the next Leg three and four. Leg one and two is customer and client. Leg three and four is team member and team builder. So what's the difference between a team member and a team builder? A team member is, for example, somebody that loves the products, mm -hmm. who's inside of like your network because maybe they're just like inside of what we do. We actually have a very uh, distinguishable like two different accounts, mm -hmm. right? So a team member is still somebody who is just a client, but they have their account in order for them to consume the products. And they're also a distributor and they're working yep. with a few, People. like few clients, right? You know, we have our two accounts, a VIP member, a preferred member, just loves the product. Mm -hmm. A team member is somebody who's Loving the product and helping a few people as a client. They're loving the products. They're help like they're helping a few people. They go to the events like they just every now and then. Every now some and they then. go, some they don't. And even some will go to all of the events and still not build. not sponsor. Yeah, not sponsor. They're not really taking on leadership roles. They're not really mentoring and developing other team members. They're not thinking, uh, which is no problem. They're more just thinking, let me help some clients, mm -hmm. right? And what we do, they're just thinking health coach, wellness coach. They're not thinking health and nutrition business owner, which is no problem, 
right? Mm -hmm. You need a lot of team members. They play their role. They're so special, right? These are the people that probably love to contribute. They love to show up. They love to run a boot camp station. They love to work a bar shift. They love to be on the meetings. They love to be in the chats. They, they love, love the, the environment. They love, they the, love the environment. And then there's the team builder. Team builder. Who is the team builder? And the team builder is somebody who's not only getting customers, not only getting clients, not only getting team members, but then also they're sponsoring other team builders. Mm -hmm. They're actually actively seeking out to build their organization. They're looking to build their team to build a, for example, like a royalty to get to the next level. These are people who are doing the deal day in and day out, regardless of what comes up, regardless of what's going on around. These are the people that are just willing to get things done no matter what. A team builder is somebody who's going to the event, showing up like crazy, and again, they're sponsoring distributors into their organization on a monthly basis. Yeah. And the team builder is, you'll recognize, <clears throat> they're inviting guests to the boot camp. They're inviting guests to yep. the opportunity meeting. They're inviting guests to the monthly event. They're actively working both oars of their business. They're getting clients and they're getting business partners because they want to expand, right? A team builder is somebody who understands that a business is more than just one person. And to make a big impact and have a big business, it is a team sport, mm -hmm. right? So... They're building a team, they're developing others, they're showing up, even if at first you can probably distinguish a team builder from how they show up before the team is there, right? Yeah. I know I've gotta to come to this event because I gotta get this knowledge to be able to be a better coach to mentor my team that's on their way. I've gotta be on the trainings, I've gotta learn the marketing plan, I've gotta learn the compensation plan, I've gotta learn the products. They've got that got to mindset. They got to mindset, they're being the leader, maybe even before the team is there, right? So don't distinguish if they don't have a team, they're not a team builder. It's in team builders and actions and behavior, mm -hmm. right? Because as you act as a team builder and you act as a leader, that attracts the team, right? Your team is going to want to show up for a person that wants, that they feel is going to help them to be successful. So that's the team builder. So those are four. And remember, inside of team member and team builder, it's the same principle. 80% of your time with your team builders, your one-on-ones your talks, your in-person, your effort, your energy, your follow-up, major 80% on team builders, 20% on team members. Hey, what's up? How's it going? See them at the event. Message every now and then. Group chats, group trainings, right? That's the 20%. Don't get that mixed up because one thing I've seen with so many people that want to be a team builder but are really a team member is that they say, well, I'm burning all my energy on trying to help my team and they don't have a team. And if you don't have the energy to go recruit the team because you're wasting your energy on people that don't want to be on the team, you're going to have no results, right? If you have three or four people and they're kind of in and they're kind of out, right? They're maybe like just excited clients, which you calling team members. You've got to give them the 20%. Love them. I see you at boot camp. I see you at the club. I see you at the event. Take that other 80% and get out there and work these tools. We're going to go over some tools that funnel into your four steps. So what are the tools? So some of the tools are social media, face-to-face, -face, flyering, and sampling. Mm -hmm. So how could they use those to funnel into their, their four legs? So the way that you can, for example, social media, you can learn how to post, like, for example, how to utilize your 
Instagram, your Facebook as a business page. And what I mean by that is, for example, like knowing, like whenever you look at your page, is it a place where people come and they see that there's something more to you, that they see that there's an offering here, that they see that there's value being given here. Like what is your Instagram about? And are you on a continuously con like basis? Are you sharing with people what it is that you do and what it is that you have to offer? Right, so that's one way, right? Promoting your challenges, promoting like, for example, like your your business opportunity and, and speaking about it and not being afraid of the no's, not being afraid of maybe just getting one person, like wh whatever the case may be, right? Like just cool to get new, to get people to join your challenges or your team. The second one is face-to-face. -face. The second one is, for example, you're out in like the community what that means like for example like maybe you go to the grocery store and the cashier is like extra friendly like making it your intention that you get to know the cashier in the process of her like for example cashing you out and then being like hey by the way do you have social media let's stay connected and by the way actually do a workout here on tuesdays would love for you to have come out like for you to come out if you're free right um and then from there getting that contact right that's now one person that you've added into into like your network into your network um and then number three is flyering and sampling so for example if you have a boot camp or if you are planning to open up your space are you actually like flyering are you going business to business and letting people know who you are are you building your brand are you setting up booths for example at gyms and anywhere that they let you uh, maybe like for example for us we've gone to the gyms we've gone to orange theory like literally setting up our booth so that people get to know us and we're building a brand versus just expecting people to know who we are um and then of course sampling like maybe you're giving excuse me um samples of like your tea that's what we do right letting people know like hey this tea is going to boost your metabolism it helps burn calories um it's green tea base of course for a full serving right would you like to try it that way, again, you're out in the community and you're doing this, but then also you don't just do the flyer and you don't just do the sample. The goal is to get their contact and connect them to your social media so, again, that they can see what you're about. And that's why it's key that no matter what you do, whether you're just focusing on building local, maybe you want to move into a space and build a club, right? You don't want to leave social media out. Like you still want to utilize that tool because we are in like a millennial area era where it's so key that you learn how to utilize social media. And if you don't know, to be honest, that's like a very uh, shitty excuse um, to tell yourself because you can go on YouTube, you can go to other pages, like literally all the information is out there on how you can build your social media. Like, so there's really no excuse on, oh, I'm just not good at it. I don't know what to do. I don't know. Like really like we don't live in the freaking like stone age era where you can't get the information we live in an era where everything is at the freaking touch of your fingertips like use google to the max it's free mm -hmm. like so many people underestimate like using google like i'll get some random questions i'm like do you know that you can google this i literally google mm -hmm. everything <laughs> I Google, like, Google is like my, my genie, yo. Like, I use it all the time. So it's just like when people say these things, it's just like, are you, like, just being lazy or, or are you just not trying to be resourceful? And, like, let me tell you, like, being resourceful is really what's going to have you grow inside of whatever business that you choose. Yeah. And if you ever let yourself have that excuse about social, face-to-face, -face, flyering, sampling, saying I'm not that kind of person or 
I'm not special like that. Uh, one thing to remember is nobody's ever born knowing how to do social media, knowing how to do face-to-face, -face, or knowing how to flyer and sample. Nobody was ever born on those uh, with a million followers or with uh, a sample and a flyer in their hand getting contacts. So this is one thing to remember when these voices come up and excuses come up, that's exactly what they are. And I was listening to this great podcast uh, by T.D. Jakes and something that really resonated with me. He said, when the discomfort comes up, don't fight the person that's making you uncomfortable by making you aware, fight the voices, right? Don't get mad with your mentor or your sideline or your coach that's saying, hey, these are some things you can get better at. Get, start to fight the voices that say you can't do it. Start to fight the voices that say you, you, this isn't possible for you. You're not that kind of person. When did you decide to be not that kind of person? Like, when did you decide that you sucked at social media? When did you decide that you can't talk to people? When did you decide that you can't build a business? When did you decide that you can't mentor team members? Who made you that person? Nobody. You get to choose who you are. So, and to close it out, those three tools are key. And you've got to remember, even inside of your customer, client, team member, team builder, still 80-20. So, for example... If you're giving 80% of your effort to your customers and 20% to your clients because say you're a club owner and you're open too long, right? And you don't have the energy, that's flipping it. Instead of shortening your hours as a club, giving 20% to your customers and making sure you're giving 80% to your clients that can turn to distributors to expand your hours at the bar. Same thing with your team members and team builders. If you're burning yourself out, following up after people and they're not responding and they're not showing up to events, Instead of burning yourself out with that energy, take that energy, say, hey, you guys, I'm here when you're ready, but I got to build this and take that extra energy, go out flyer, sample, social, business presentation, sharing the product, sampling, all these things. This is the key. You know the legs now, but not just knowing the legs, knowing how much energy to put in each leg, customer, client, team member, team builder. So that's it. Super excited for you guys. Keep on liking, commenting, sharing the podcast. We always love to uh, hear what you guys learn. Also, let us know any other topics you guys would like us to hear about and subscribe and comment so we can pick some loyal listeners of the week. Later.